take off my mask. It's an honor to stand before you this morning um, sharing the word of the Lord to my family, my dear family. Uh, as uh, Pierre um, called me and asked if I can come and share the word of the Lord, uh, I was so excited because I just had this message that sustained me throughout this COVID uh, period as we were pouring out to the community in need. There were times where you will feel exhausted, empty, and the Lord um, led me to study, to meditate on the book of Isaiah, mostly on Isaiah 40, where I found this message of comfort and exhortation that really strengthened me, revived me, kept me going, kept me hopeful. So I thought I must come and share this message, trusting the Lord that the same impartation this message has done to me, it will do the same to you as we share the word this morning. Family, the, 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 the book of Isaiah, uh, more especially 40, is a message that was given by God to Isaiah during the time when the people of God were in exile. They were invaded by Babylonians and conquered and captured to Babylon. In that process, a lot had happened lives were lost, properties were lost, livelihood was lost, even their identity was taken away from them. If you just look at that, these people were in need of comfort, were in need of God's intervention. They were at a state where they felt helpless, hopeless, and when they looked around themselves, they saw the situation as irreparable. This is when God gave this message to Isaiah. What is interesting about this is that even Isaiah was in the same situation. He was also captured among them, but God gave him this message. Hallelujah. In, in verse 1, comfort, comfort my people, says your God. The first word that God spoke was comfort my people. And this message was meant for those people at the time who were captured. But as a prophetic message, it also spoke of the Messiah who was to come. Hallelujah. In other words, it's a continuous message. It didn't end with those people. It spoke even for those who would become part of God's family through Jesus Christ, which is today you and I, the church of Jesus Christ. 
Hallelujah. Because God knew that we will always need his comfort, his encouragement, his strength. Hallelujah. For the Bible says in the book of First uh, Peter 2.9, we are the chosen generation, the royal priesthood, the holy nation, his own special people, those who are called out of darkness into his marvelous light to declare his excellences. This means you and I today, we are the nation of God as they were the nation of God. Through Christ Jesus, we are part of this blessing today. As we listen, as we receive this, we receive because it is ours. It's a message of God to us today. Praise the name of Jesus Christ. As, 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 as they were in that state, God raised Isaiah to lead them out to deal with their hearts. Hallelujah. To help them see things differently. Praise the name of Jesus. If, if we continue to read, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to read the whole chapter, but I, I will just hi, uh, read the, some highlights. In verse 3, we read there that the voice crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord. Hallelujah. He speaks to Isaiah to prepare the way, the move of God, to prepare the move of God. And, and we understand that God moves in our hearts. This was about preparing the hearts of men for the move of God, for the revival of God, for the intervention of God, that when God intervenes, they will hear, they will see the great works of God. Hallelujah. They were quickened to hear and to see what the Lord is doing. Praise the name of Jesus. In verse number five, it talks of the glory of the Lord, which was to be revealed. Prepare the hearts for the glory of God that was about to be revealed. Praise the name of Jesus. God is at work even today, family. If you look at the state of the people of God in Isaiah 40, you look at the state of the people of God today, it's the same. Though in different contexts, we are not captured, but the feeling is the same. You know, in this pandemic, lives have been lost. Businesses have been lost. Jobs have been lost. Livelihood, freedom has been lost. We are all overwhelmed. Those who believe in Jesus, those who do not know Jesus, we somehow have the same feeling. And the Bible says in, Rome, in, in Hebrew uh, 10 from verse 23 to 25, it talks of coming together to confess to hold fast the confession of our faith and to stir up 
love and good works to one another. And also he says, we must not forsake the gathering of saints. You know, we have been locked down. We haven't been able to gather. And when you are not able to gather, our faith is challenged. You will never feel the same as you used to gather. Because God commanded that this is important for us. This is where we get edified, revived, encouraged. Hallelujah. In these gatherings. But in these lockdowns, many believers have their faith challenged. Thank you, Jesus. So we have the same feeling. We need this comfort. As we continue, in verse 9, he says, lift up your voice. I'm just reading to make sure that I don't take much time. Isaiah verse 9, he tells him, lift up your voice. Imagine God says, you are in the midst of chaos. He says, prepare the way of the people for the revival. Lift up your voice. Hallelujah. Lift up your voice and tell the people to behold their God. God is telling us as the church today, in the midst of this chaos, we are these people who are on a mission. We are on a mission. We are the ones who have to lift up our voice. If you listen to the news, everywhere we go, it's about what is happening, COVID and everything that is happening. But we are different people. We have a different message. The Bible tells us we must rise up and lift up our voices and declare the glory of God and tell people to behold their God, to behold his sovereignty, his awesomeness. He's this God who has no rival, no equal, who is able. And we are the truth carriers. We are the one who carries the authority. We are the ones, the church. We speak in step with the word and the spirit of God. And things will have to bow down to that authority. We carry the heavenly government authority. But we have to rise, family. We don't have to compromise. We have to rise to bring this message from above. To bring order. Because we carry that message and that authority. No one can contend with that. No one can contest with that authority. That authority is high above. In verse 26, again, it says, lift up your eyes. I love these messages. Lift up your eyes and see who created these things. I'm not going to read all the verses. But he tells that he must tell the people to lift up their eyes. Take your eyes off the chaos. But lift up your eyes and see the awesomeness of God. The sovereignty of God. And see what God can do in this situation. Hallelujah. We are those people who must look up to God. We must not look at the chaos that surrounds us. Let us look up to God for answer, for solution. 
There is a solution, family. There is a solution. But we must look up to God, not to that chaos. There is one thing that we need to also do, family, to tap into the divine power that dwells in us. Hallelujah. The comfort of the Lord rests within us. We have the Holy Spirit. We have the word of the Lord. Hallelujah. We are the people of covenant. The new covenant says he will dwell. He will hide his word in our hearts. By his Holy Spirit. So he dwells right within us. But we must tap into that power. We must tap into that power. We must allow that power to work in us. Even the disciples of Jesus Christ in John 14, for read 15 and 16 verse, when he told them the story of the things that will happen to him, that he will be betrayed, crucified, die, and, and he will eventually go to, death to the Father, they were troubled. Because he was their hope. But he said these words in verse 15. If you love me, keep my commandments. Family, is a time that we know that it is important to be obedient to the word of God. The church today, there is a scripture in the book of Timur that says, you know, there is a, 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 a writing that has been sealed that God knows those who are his. Hallelujah. And whosoever calls upon the name of the Lord must depart from unrighteousness. In Matthew 7, 24, the Bible says not everybody says, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of God. But those who do the word of the Lord. I think we have to be this outstanding church of God that embraces the word of God. Obey. And we obey the word because we love him. We love him. Based on the relationship that we have with him, then we obey his word. And he says here, if you love me, keep my commandments. Verse 16, and I will pray the Father and he will give you another comforter that, may, that he may abide with you forever. There is this comfort the Spirit of God that abides with us forever. He comforts us. He gives us strength in times of weariness. In times of weariness, He gives us strength and, and, and He sustains us in the midst of chaos. We don't perish with the chaos, but He sustains us. Because we are peculiar people. We are people of mission. Praise the name of Jesus. And in Isaiah 29, as it says, it gives strength to the weak and to those who do not have might, he increases strength. This Holy Spirit, this word, if we, we embrace this word and we tap into the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit does it all, family. He heals, family. He intervenes. 
He breaks the world systems because he reigns all, over all systems. Just trust in him. He does the impossible. He's a miracle-working God. That, that miracle-working God who walked with Abraham, who walked with uh, um, Moses, is the same miracle-working God that dwells in us. He still does those miracles. Depend on how you believe him. Let's tap into that power. Let us not limit that power. He changes things. Praise the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Another point is that we must remain in the word. Let us be the last standing people. When everybody give up on the word, we will be those people who will remain standing on the word of God. We will refuse to compromise the word of God. Hallelujah. We refuse to manipulate the word of God. We'll stand on the word of God. Even if we look irrelevant, so be it if we are in line with the word of God. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus. And in the, in the book of John 15, reading verse 7 and 8, if you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it shall be done for you. This is to my Father's glory that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. If we remain in the word of the Lord, there is a promise that we shall ask all that we need. And we know that um, as people of God, family, we don't bother ourselves much about praying for things that we need, like uh, money, everything. I'm not saying we, you, you don't pray for that. But as people of mission, there is a priority that we must make sure that we pray for, we ask for. We ask for the kingdom of God to reign. We ask for the kingdom of God to dominate. That's what he came for. He came for his kingdom to reign. Came for every soul to come to Jesus. And now we are his mouthpiece. We speak on his behalf. Hallelujah. And he says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and other things shall be added. He knows what we need. If we can focus much on praying for his kingdom to take over, to shut down every authority, every power, every ruler that is not of God and let the authority of God rise supreme because that is our mission. And it says in the book of Isaiah 30, as we are concluding, even the, the youth shall faint and be weary and the young men shall utterly fall. But those who wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and do not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. And God here likens those who wait upon the Lord to eagle. 
An eagle is a special bird. It symbolizes power and strength. In the study, if you study about the life of an eagle, it, fly, it flies high above any other bird. There is no bird that can fly high like an eagle. It's a bird that is empowered with power and strength. It means that those who wait upon the word of the Lord are empowered to rise high above the storm. We are faced with storms, family, and we cannot avoid the storm. The, the, the prophecy is to be fulfilled. Between the prophecy in, 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 in Matthew 24, when the disciples asked Jesus about things, signs of the end of this age, he mentioned many things. Some of those things have happened already. But the period from there and the second coming of Jesus Christ, things, horrifying things will happen. Unfortunately, we will be here when those things happen. But the good news is that we know what's going on and we know how to position ourselves. Praise the name of Jesus. There will be storms. We see storms today. If you read the Bible, the prophecies, you'll see that these things were foretold by Jesus. Hallelujah. The, the, the global instability was told by Jesus. Economic instability were told by Jesus, but with those biblical terms then, hallelujah, deaths were told. Hunger was told by Jesus Christ in Matthew 24. Even the, 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 the growing cold of faith was told by Jesus Christ. All those things. But he said, invested in Matthew 24, he who endure till the end shall be saved. We are those people now who must endure till the end. Salvation will come when we endure, family, when we don't give up. So we, have, we are empowered to rise above the storm. Hallelujah. Because we are not the people of this world. We are visitors here. We are people of mission, family. Hallelujah. We, are, we carry a different message, a different power. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And God trusts us. Another uh, symbol of the eagle in this uh, biblical context is that, is that an eagle has got an excellent vision, family. An eagle is empowered to see further beyond the present storm. Hallelujah. An eagle, you know, uses the storm to even to rise above. When every bird runs to the hiding, eagle stretches his or her wings and rises above the storm because it's empowered. He can see beyond the storm. He can see calm, harmony, peace, rest beyond the storm. That's why he longs to rise above the storm. We are empowered. We are that kind of people who are empowered with the power of the Holy Spirit and the word of God to rise above the storm. Hallelujah. 
when everybody is shaken, we are not shaken. Because we know. We don't, we don't only know, but we carry this power. And we rise up and allow God to use us. We, we, we are weak on our own, family. When you just give it to the Lord and God will use you. Doesn't care who you are. He uses you if you trust him. You trust him, you trust him, you just trust him. And God will use you. Another important uh, uh, symbol here is self-renewal. I, I made a, a quick study about eagle just to see what's special about eagle. Why God liken us to an eagle? Self-renewal, family. At the age of around 40, when the eagle, you know, the beak and the, you know, you call it the claws, uh, there is another, uh, another word. Yes, and also the wings, you know, all that is worn out. This thing is blunt now, the, the beak is blunt, and what do you call it? And, the, and, and that one also is blunt, it cannot, it cannot hunt. You're speaking behind the masks. <laughs> It's bland, the wings are also old. They are now compact together. It cannot fly. It's, it's just ready to die. But an eagle is empowered to renew itself. It would go to the top of the mountain, to a hiding place. And it will engage in a very painful process of self-renewal, where it will, it will have to, 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 to hit this uh, beak to the rocks to break it down. Same with the talons. Amen? Same with the feathers. It will take more than 150 days because it's, it's, it's injured in that process. It can eat. After the process is done, an eagle will come out as a new bird and it can live another 30 years. So, on our side, we are empowered to give away what holds us back and embrace the new life that comes from God. There are things that we should give up, family, painfully. Painfully to embrace this new life that comes from God. Hallelujah. I believe this morning as we, we share, we must understand that the grace of God is with us to help us obey the word of God and stand up with boldness and start proclaiming the word of God. Even if we can meet in big groups, wherever we are, let's proclaim. It helps us to grow in our faith. If we speak the word, most thing that we must do with our mouth, speak the word. Run away from all this chaos. Speak the word. When everybody speaks fear, come and speak the word. Because you carry the solution. May the Lord Bless your family. Amen. 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 Thank you.
I want you to take a moment and just reflect. Maybe just close your eyes and just allow the Lord to speak to you. Pastor Linda didn't just bring her encouragement from Scripture. I believe he prophetically spoke to us just about the season that we are in, the season that you are in. I love those encouraged encouragements. Lift up your eyes. And then secondly, remember the power that's within you and remain in his word. But then the image of an eagle is so beautiful. Like that power we have, the power you've had to get through to be here today, the power that will sustain you today. But guys, there's more than just the power. There's an opportunity to have excellent vision beyond the season, beyond this moment, beyond this morning, beyond this month, beyond this year. We have, because of God, the opportunity to have vision beyond as the people of God. And this morning, I, I want to pray first into that. Maybe it feels like you've lost vision. Vision for your life, vision for your family's life, vision for the church of God, for your faith. Lord, if there's anyone this morning who feels this, Lord, anyone listening online, will you renew their vision? Will you let them see how God sees? The one who sits outside of time and sees the end from the beginning, sees the end from where we are now and has given us your word to say, run my children because the end is glorious. Let us lift our eyes, Lord, this morning to have excellent vision. To see, Lord, that this season ahead will reveal the glory of God. Just as we have read this morning from your word. Lord, and then I want to pray for us, Lord, and for your church and for your body as a whole, Lord, who is in a season of renewal. Lord, this is the prophetic word of the season to your church globally. It's still an opportunity and a time for us, Lord, for you to come and renew us like never before. Lord, let us not try and get out of it premature, Jesus. Let us not try and get out of the pain too quickly and too fast while you are still ridding us of the things of the past which we would not need for the future. Because, Lord, you are about to strengthen your church with glorious new strength. You are about to strengthen your church with glorious new wings, Lord, and the ability to fly in the storms to come. Lord, so I pray, Jesus, that we would let you work as we wait upon you in this season of renewal. Come and renew us. Come and strengthen us. Come and give us the, the power and the vision we need to trust you in this season. Well, thank you that your church is not just a body, but it's made out of living stones. And I pray, therefore, this morning for any heart that needs to hear this, Father, that they would have the strength to endure, that they would be, have the strength to say, God, come and work in me, even if painfully so. As Pastor Linda had said, rid me of the things of past. Lord, come and cut away and prune so that we would be a people, people who bear much fruit in the seasons to come. Lord, we will not be a people who hold on to the wood of last season, Father. We will be a people who say, Lord, prune away so that you can strengthen us to be a fruit-bearing people that brings glory to our Father in the season to come. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your comfort. Thank you for your Holy Spirit. We have everything we need pertaining to godliness and life. You have given it to us lavishly, Father. You have given it to us generously, Father. And again this morning, we say that's how we are positioned. And that is how we 
will live. And if you can agree with that this morning, say amen. amen. I bless you this morning as you leave with the power and strength of God dwelling inside of you. With excellent vision to see beyond the season that we are in. And lastly, I bless you with the ability to be patient in enduring when God is working in us. Have an amazing week. We will let you guys know what the plans are for next Sunday. We are not sure, but we will know, and God will show us, and we're looking forward to be together again next week. Love you guys, and thanks for joining us online, guys. Thank you. Have a blessed day. Amen.